rising on an emerging generation of kings. Two passages. How was first service? For those who were there, how was it? Tell me. Liberating. Give me more. Enlightening. Uh huh. Breath of paradigm shifting. Breath of fresh air. Yeah. Baby, hello. <laughs> All right, let's go. Psalms 91 and from verse 10. I'm going to read on for time's sake, but please say amen if it applies. If these terms and conditions apply to you, sign it. Give us an audio signature with amen. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. You're not understanding. You have to understand this. Get it. It will not even come near your dwelling. For he, God your father, shall give his angels charge over you. To keep you in all your ways. Your ways around Lagos. Your ways in Abuja. Your ways in Ontario. Your ways in Iraq. I don't know why you're vacationing there though. Your ways in Oman. Even if there's a country called Owoman. Oh, somebody didn't get that. Keep you in all your ways. Hallelujah. It says it will keep you not in some. Because some of us, we have a way of editing God's promises for him. With long life, I will satisfy him. For some people, for Jews. No. For people who have faith, who believe. And then he says, In their hands, in the hands of angels, they shall bear you up. Lest you dash your foot against a stone. The amen is dwindling now. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra. The young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. Somebody in trouble, God will deliver you. Somebody who's not even aware of the trouble they're in, God will deliver you. Your boss may be planning some kind of outlandish and outrageous allegation against you tomorrow. But you're going to walk into deliverance. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and I will honor him. Verse 16, let's read that together. Verse 16, 1, 2, 3, we read. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. I referenced in the first service that some people will say, this is talking about, you know, the Messianic, a prophecy or the messianic prophecy of everlasting life and so he's not talking about long life well that's you editing the text because when you go to the next chapter psalm chapter 92 you're going to see something clearly spelled out from verse 12 from verse 12 the righteous shall flourish like a palm tree he shall grow like a cedar in lebanon those who are planted in the house of the lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Let's practice that a little bit. Can you look at somebody and say, I am planted in the house of the Lord. Therefore, I flourish. 
Can you roll your tongue with R? I flourish. Can you give the flourish some flourish? I flourish. <laughs> the person that's going to hold the microphone after me is like, <laughs> Hallelujah. Say, <laughs> so I flourish like a palm tree. And it says, I will grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those who are planted in the house of God shall flourish in the cuts of our God. Verse 14. In old age, they are not going to be weak and whiny and broken. He says, in old age, what's going to happen? Somebody shout, fresh boy. Look at neighbor, say, look at me. Take a look at me now, I'm a wonder. It doesn't matter what you see now. Can you see his glory? I know who I am. Can you celebrate the good health you're enjoying at 90 and 92? I prophesy over somebody with a negative diagnosis. The doctor's report says people like this don't live past 47. That devil is a liar. Whose report shall you believe? We shall believe the report of the Lord. Pastor Joshua, we're going to be rocking in our 80s. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You're still going to be bobbing like this and jumping. Are you? Say, but the doctor said, but the doctor said, does the doctor know how long he has? Why are you allowing a time-bound report? Try to mess up with an eternal plan. The Bible says the righteous. Who is the righteous? The one who has been redeemed of the Lord. By substitutionary sacrifice, Jesus took your place so that you can take his place. He died young so he can live long. He became poor that you might be rich. He was broken so you were built. That's what substitution is. This is the reason. Oluberi, this is the reason. Remember Exodus 12, right? He says, take a lamb, one year old. Why would the lamb be one year old? It's going to cover. You kill the lamb. You take the blood. It's going to cover for another year. So the lamb died young. So that the person that the blood was shed for can live long. Do you see it? Do you see it? So it says the righteous. Since I have eternity in view for you. Eternity is timeless time. It's time without time. As a matter of fact, if you understand quantum physics, you know that time is not real. <laughs> it's deep, but it's a dimensional thing. That's why you can't have time as a quantity. If, you, if something is real, you can have it by itself without it depending on space and matter. But time doesn't exist without space and matter. It's space, time, and matter.
In the beginning. Time. God made heaven and earth. Space and matter. I don't want to go deep in that. But see, what do you call a day? What do you call a day? You call a day the rotation of the earth around its axis once. And you call a year the rotation of the earth. The revolution, thank you. Of the earth around the sun. So, what you call... 2022 is man's calibration to help you make sense of references and timelines. Because we cannot say the other day you promised. The day before. When were you born? One day. You can't say that. Right? When did you get admission? Sometime. So, when the Bible says the righteous shall flourish as the palm tree, he did not say, except they are born in 2022. He didn't say, well, African righteous people, I don't know about them. Are we seeing this now? Somebody looking at me say, I'm going to live long and I'm going to live strong. Say louder, say, I will live long and I will live strong. It says, in their old age, they shall bear fruits. Oh, look at somebody say, I'm going to bear fruit in old age. Oh, men and women of kings, uh, please, please, uh, make sure you do the needful when you get married. Because you're going to be so fruitful, even the fruit of your body. If you're not careful at 702, we might be dedicating your baby. Look at somebody say, I'm that fruitful, I'm that fruitful. So I'm like, I don't want that one. No. You are automatically fruitful. I pray for everybody dealing with a fibroid or growth in your belly or your womb or your reproductive tract. It will melt in the name of Jesus. Your babies will be born. You will carry your babies by the miracles. You will carry your own children in the name of Jesus. We read in the first service how Abraham lived 175 years. You know, when his babe was in the 90s. Sister Sarah. Sarah baby. Sarah Bezo. Sarah Tundara. Sarah Alara. The babe was so hot that a king, a heathen king, saw her. They were having like a tema. Who's that girl? I mean, why would you admire a lady in her nights? Because most young people admire ladies for, yeah, yeah. Well, well, the first attraction. No, I'm not talking about mental beauty or uh, inner beauty that will take several conversations to mine it. 
to ascertain. The first engagement for most men is not the cloud of glory. It's a body of beauty. Am I preaching right now? Hey. We're dedicating my wife's baby today. My wife, the first day you saw pussy, we're like, Shambalakaba. I see stars. You saw beauty. Beauty. Dripping glory. Abraham says she's my sister. I don't want to get, you know, on the sideline. But some of you, you are calling your life partner your prayer partner. She's your wife. You are saying she's my sister. You, some of you now say she's my sister in the Lord. The Lord says, don't add me there. Don't add me there. Don't use me to cover it. Go talk to the babe. Yeah, you get it. You see this? <laughs> that means there was something about Sarah that was still attractive. Because old age is not an automatic license to weakness or frailty. Aging is not always a function of years. You can age at 25. You can age at 27. You can be strong at 65, at 75, at 80 years. You can still say, give me this mountain. At 85, Caleb said, how do you climb a mountain without an elevator? Because you have a revelation that is elevating you. Are we seeing this? So there are three major things. Says shall be fresh and flourishing. PLT. PLT. When you're like eight or five, so gonna be like, come on, girl, come on, girl, go, girl. You're running around, running around the house. Look at somebody say, I'm not aging, I'm growing. Do you know what it says? They shall grow like cedars of Lebanon. Shall flourish like the palm tree. We'll do a series on the palm tree. It's good to see Emanuela. Right. She looks like Dora, doesn't she? And her son name is Indidi. It says they shall flourish like the palm tree. One of the things about the palm tree is that every part of the palm tree is useful and commercially viable. So the heritage of the righteous is that even your mistakes can be monetized. Your errors can become tools for evangelism. Your oversight can be profitable for the kingdom. Even where you messed up, when you turn your mess over to God, they become assets in his hands. This is like cities of Lebanon. Cities of Lebanon are known to live for hundreds of years. There is no place there in Psalm 92 that says they shall age. He says they shall what? At 85, you're still growing. Somebody shout, I believe it, I receive it. 
Shout it loud. I say, I believe. And I receive it. All right. So what is God's plan? Let's get to it. What is God's provision? This is a promise. But every time there is a, a promise, you need to know what the provision is. Because like, remember when you did your university admission, there was provisional offer, right? Of admission. Of admission. Or if you've been uh, inducted into a fellowship, they might give you provisional access or invitation. And so there are certain terms that you need to factor in. What are some of those terms? We're going to look at that. Before we do that, let's look at God's anti-aging program. God has an anti-aging program. God cannot say grow without giving a program to grow. So three major things. Number one, God's word. Proverbs chapter 4, 20 to 24. Media, help us quickly. Proverbs 4, 20 to 24. Before I give you God's provision for long life, look at what it says. My son, give attention to my words. Please stop filling your heart with the news of 200 Ebu died in Gombe. If it breaks your heart, let it break your heart into the place of intercession. And in intercession, you now cast all your what? Tears. The fact that you are carrying tears does not mean you are casting them in the right place. Because some of us, the burdens in our lives are borrowed burdens. Oh, so many young people died. I've been there before. Oh, ask my wife. When George Floyd died, some of you remember that. And me, I was so pained because I really hate injustice. It, it, it's one of the things that really gets to the core of my being. It really can make me cry, right? Or some interesting movies. My wife will be wondering, why are you crying? We're watching a movie last week. The tears, man, like, <laughs> Right. Ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> it's Tim's laughter for me. I wasn't willing though, but... Ah! Anyway. Yeah, but even that, what made me cry was also injustice. The person died as a reason. Anyway, so I was watching George Floyd. you remember that? Was it last year? Was it two years ago now? I was watching CNN. I know CNN people. If you change them to see, eh? Eh? they will be repeating the news, repeating the news over and over, and you don't know that words are weighty. And the more negative they are, the weightier they are. And so when you're hearing negative words all the time, they begin to weigh you down. I could literally feel weight upon my heart. Could feel the weight upon my heart. And many of us don't know. When you go to an uncle's house or an auntie's house, and every time they are conversing, they are telling you about how your other uncle died, and how this one died, and I, she said, sir, thank you very much, sir. In other words, I will soon take my leave, do respectfully. Why? Because your heart is not a dumping ground for news of obituary. Why would he say, give attention to my words? Because there are many things contending for your attention. Mr. Shepard, please come help me. He didn't say just give attention. He said also incline. By the way, he didn't say borrow your attention. He said give it. So when you hear a message like this, don't neutralize its potency by hearing the counter message. Messages that sponsor fear. 
Oh, we cannot tell. Oh, people like you, when stars like you shine very brightly, it doesn't last long. The best people are the first to go. Look at somebody say, not me, not me, not me, not me. And many times you don't know how deeply these things are seeping and sinking into your subconscious, informing choices that make you reduce your grip on God's responsibility concerning your life. He said, give attention to my words. And it says, incline your ear to my sayings. Because sometimes the sayings are so soft and almost unnoticeable that if you don't drag your ear to incline, what God is saying, be speaking, what God is saying is what I am saying is that you are the one that has to change your stance, your posture. To incline means you are changing your posture to accommodate the importance of what is being said. Somebody say, I'm not listening to the culture. I'm listening to the Christ. Next verse, let's go real quick. To my sayings, this is important, verse 21. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. So we're going to get some scriptures on long life and post on the group. In the midst of your heart. I know a leader is already on that anyway, you see, because we are very actively. Someone in fact, someone has written. For they are life to those who find them. God's words. God's words are life. To those who find them. Now, he didn't say to those who hear them. So there is a hearing, but there is a finding. Finding is when you locate it and you own it to be true. So it's no longer just the general counsel of God's word. You have anchor scriptures that tell you, you cannot die young. People who have explored. So when you hear some people say, I can never borrow money. They are not just talking. They have found a word. Our master, our mentor, our big brother, redeemer, Jesus. Luke 4, 18. He says he took the scroll and found the place in Isaiah that says the spirit of the Lord is upon me. He found it. He found it. He found it. You can go to the verse before that. He found the place in the book of Isaiah. Said the spirit of the Lord is upon me. If we can't find it, let's move on. They are life to those who find them and healing to all their flesh. I want you, because this may sound mysterious, but I want you to please believe the word of God. He says, the word of God, they are life to those who find it. Now somebody can be alive, but their flesh is broken. Their body is melting. Their kidney is going back. Their pancreas is malfunctioning. Their stomach is acting out of character. The bloodstream is polluted. He said that the word of God is an all-purpose medicine. <laughs> if you sit with this thing, sicknesses will want themselves to avoid you. Many of us, when we're feeling ill in our bodies, we pray sentimentally, not intelligently. We pray out of desperation, not out of revelation. And so we think that the fervency of the heat of our emotions will translate into spiritual power and displacement. It is revelation knowledge 
that then begins to unlock the life force of God. When you place your faith in the word of God, he says that my words, they are what? Health to all their flesh. Somebody lift your Bible say, this is my Bible. Say, my Bible is my health center. <laughs> Somebody went to speak at a church. I believe it was E.W. E. Kenyon's church. I think it was E.W. Kenyon's church. Went to speak in that church. And, you know, he made a call. It's typical of evangelists and itinerant preachers. Pascal evangelists to make a call to pray for the sick and he made a call to pray for the sick and nobody came out made a call again nobody came out so after the seven was like do you have a bunch of dishonest people in your church i said no we have a bunch of healthy people because they confess the word of god over and over like we're doing with our declarations for years and years until those words the bible does not say the visions of god he does not say the angels of god in other words you might not see lightning and thunders but if it's the word you are speaking life if it's the word you are dispensing health if it's the word your body is being re-engineered and reconfigured under god so that the fibers all of a sudden they will melt and disappear the lumps in your breast will be no Above. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but some of you feel like you, or you look like you're listening to a storyteller. Can I prophesy to somebody right now that as you begin to declare the word of God over your life, you will find healing and health in the name of Jesus. That amen sounds like it needs healing by itself. The word of God, the word of God. And then look at what it says. It says, keep your heart with what? With what? All diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. Now, generally, when we say this, we're talking about your subconscious mind as your heart. But isn't it interesting that most of the deaths in the world are also cardiac related? Oh, come on, you guys got to get it. Don't forget, I've taught you before, the spiritual realm is the parent of the material realm. So the material realm mirrors the spiritual realm. So the same way people die physically, due to heart problems, people also age and die internally because of brokenheartedness. Disappointment takes the taste out of life. Betrayal takes the taste out of life. Failure, frustration, so guard your heart when you fail. You have you are not dead. Also, when people fail around you, don't kill them. Because when you kill those who fail, you are training yourself to murder yourself the next time you fail. Why are they heart problems? Because the heart is the center that pumps blood, and blood is the life of the body. The life of an animal is in the blood. So the heart is the central control unit that dispenses the life of God. Similar to the subconscious mind is a central dispensing unit that determines how much life is in your finances, your marriage, your home, your academics, your ministry, your mission, your mandate. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Are you tired of speaking? So here comes the doctor. The doctor says, you are sick. Uh, 
you hear that and it sounds very loud don't forget because the doctor is in the physical realm your body is in the physical realm the pain you can feel it so what do you do give attention to my word by his stripes you are healed yes sir yes sir Yeah, I haven't got this one. Pay attention to me. Incline. Someone say incline. Look at someone say incline. So you don't decline. Now, there's something else it says you should do here. The next verse. It says, put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you now why is this important like i'm talking about health why saying i shouldn't lie this is the reason of saying that he said a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways let him not think or receive anything from the lord and it says that god with god there is no variableness no shadow of turning so there's no aj aoj this one eats this one did not eat <laughs> at all on the party Right? There's no kalu kalu. Mago mago. And all the twins. Many bad things in Yoruba come in twins. Lakma lakma. Jedi jedi. Rofo rofo. Yama yama. Balakba la. Rede rede. Kati kati. Kitty kitty. Kata kata. <laughs> so you see that. So so look at this. The way the Yorubas understand the power of repetition. Believers must understand the power of repetition. It said once has it been spoken, but twice have I heard. God speaks it in my heart. That's the first hearing. I speak it with my mouth. That's another hearing. So I don't need to wait for a preacher. I can listen to what my pastor preached on Sunday. And on Tuesday, I go Shambhala Tokoya on the bus. And you be like, I'm embarrassing myself. No, you are seizing the atmosphere. All of a sudden, that person that was looking to steal somebody's phone will be like, there is somebody on this bus who speaks a language I don't understand. Do you hear what I'm saying? Lois, do you get what I'm saying today? Someone, let's practice a little bit. Speak words in just 30 seconds. Speak words right now. Life words. Power words. There's something I'm working on called life words based on this revelation. Life words. Whoosh! Speak it. Speak in your understanding. Speak life. It's good to see you, Teddy. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. 
as you have spoken, so will your belly be satisfied. The Bible says, you shall be satisfied by the fruit of your lips. Let the seeds in your heart become fruit of your lips. It's seeds of thoughts that become fruits of words. And here's the deal. For seeds to become fruits, does it take some time or not? So you confess, you confess. First day is not happening, don't stop. Second day is not happening, don't stop. Is it the day you plant a seed that it becomes a fruit? No. You water it, you nurture it, you guard it, you protect it. You step out of environments that are hazardous to it. Toxic people and toxic words should have no place in your intimate space. Toxic people are your mission field. They are not your inner court. Yes. Some of you, she's my best friend, she's my best friend, but she's the worst enemy of your destiny. Cut the tie. Now, why should it say, put away a deceitful mouth? This is the deal. If you train yourself in deception, so you look at Alicia and say, ah, man, I just love you. You are amazing. You are fantastic. But inside your heart, you think it's energetic and cool. <laughs> now, well, Thai tribute call. Thai Tibetini. You're training yourself in amulumalism. <laughs> you're training yourself in deception or it acts in different ways Jerry how you doing ah never been better this I, my life is amazing for my life is lit Peter you actually sang the song but it's me that you're singing about my life is lit but inside your heart you go back and say ah man now wow all pastor could ask me is all that I'm doing how are you doing? How are you doing? Has he ever given me money in this world? Well, thankfully, I think I have. Has he ever? Has he ever? Has it translated to anything? What, what are you doing? You're saying one thing, but you mean something else. Let me tell you why he's connecting it to your health. Because the day you're going to have problems in your body, when you are speaking, I am healed, I am healed, your heart is not sure. Are we really healed? Or are we four minutes? Because we have trained ourselves in deception. So when it matters the most, that deception becomes the dualization of thought that impedes the flow of grace and faith. Is somebody getting that? That's why if I don't want to tell you the truth, I'll be like, I'm so sorry, I can't answer that now. Or that's none of your business. Or, well, I'd rather not speak about it. Or I'll ask you, can you handle the truth? Are we getting this now? It takes a journey. I'm not yet fully there. I'm not yet fully there. Most of us are not fully there. There are two major things most of us must join into in Christ. Number one, authenticity. Number two, vulnerability. I am further along in my authenticity journey than my vulnerability journey. So I'm very, very free, but I'm not vulnerable with many people, as you would imagine. Amen. But I'm authentic. Are you getting my point? Now, most people are not authentic and are not vulnerable. In fact, sometimes they are more vulnerable than they should. Is somebody following this now? 
Now, one of the issues there, I was talking, was I talking to you yesterday? I think we were Minister Solomon. Where is he? Minister Solomon, you know, we we're talking yesterday. Where is he? Okay. And we said that some people just like being deceived. And I thought about it. I mean, I, you know, we're talking about different, I mentioned that. But usually when a conscious ends, I don't usually end the conscious. It continues my head or later, I might put it on pause and continue later. So I was musing and meditating. And I was like, well, almost every human being has a part of them that likes lies. This is the reason you watch action movies. Fast and Furious. That a car will fly from Skate City. It's flying. I'm flying. You know it's a lie, but don't you like it? What movie were we watching recently? India. The guy will kill everybody. No, no weapon, nothing. He will cut his nail and fling the nail. The nail will go like a boomerang. Hit this person. Pom, 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 pom. Even programmed missiles are not that accurate. Why is Bollywood the third largest or the second largest? Lies. Lies. Oh, can I talk? Are we on track? Lies. Somebody say lies. People love to watch it. So I was talking yesterday. I said, see, why do people, why do some people follow men of God? And I don't mean and disrespect, but let me say some men of God who package. You can never see them laughing. You can never see them smiling. You can never see them eating in public. Now, of course, I know certain people have their protocols that govern that. There are reasons to do that. But why would some of them follow some of those people that look like they speak to Jesus Christ personally per second billing? Never angry. Never nothing. But some of those people are plotting unspeakable things in private. The Lord bless my daughter. The Lord bless your spirit. Your spirit. So excuse me, Sammy, I don't have spirit. <laughs> because I mean, as, as, <laughs> but where somebody's authentic and organic and telling you this is what I like, this is what I don't like, and they're like this person, you're not that spiritual. Can't tell you how many stories because you don't even need to know them, and some of you know them. Some of you, that's the reason you came to Kings. Are you following this? Authentic. Jesus was so authentic that if he appeared in today's world, most people will never know he's anointed. So, which kind of Messiah sits with people that are drinking? Which kind? I'm not saying I'm hanging around people are drinking. Me, I will come and pull you out and. Except I know why you are there. You are accountable and all of that. Yeah, so. So somebody say authenticity and vulnerability. 
Thank you very much, sir. Number two, for time's sake, God's medicine plan. God's anti-agent plan. God's medicinal plan. Number two, you'll be shocked. Herbs. So I said, Agbo. It's, it's incredible how there are things in the Bible that we overlook over and over and over and over and over and over. Genesis chapter 1 from verse 11. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree. So let's say fruits, trees, and herbs actually. And the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass. The herb that yields seed according to its kind and the tree that yields fruit whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God said, God saw that it was good. God saw that it was good. Now I'm looking for the verse that it says, all right, verse 29, real quick, verse 29. Verse 29 says, and God said, see, I have given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of the earth and every tree whose fruit yields seed to you. It shall be for what? God didn't give us meat to eat. <laughs> hey. Hey, hey. Should we want to see God's provision plan for long life or should we deceive ourselves? <laughs> Me, I still eat meat though. I eat fish <laughs> as soon as possible. But this is the plan. If you're going to live as long, you must increase your fiber content, your fruit content, your tree content, your salad content, your vegetable content, things that grow without blood. Because anytime you eat anything that has blood, blood was not made for consumption. Oh, folks, don't hear that now. The only blood you are supposed to drink is the blood of Jesus. Because it's pure, it's not contaminated. Every other animal that dies, human or animal that dies, what, what did Jada say? Blood tonic. Hey, yeah, the blood of Jesus is blood tonic. Every other animal that dies, dies because the blood becomes polluted. This is the reason if you're feeling some malaise or some weakness in your body, the doctor says, let's do some blood what? Test. What is test? What shows whether you are promoted or not? So blood tests will show whether we can promote what is in that blood or not. Oh, you're not getting that. There is a, there is a Yoruba chant. I don't know where it even came from. All this just pop out of my database. Talon ledger, ledger, ledger. Apologies to those who don't speak Yoruba. I need to learn some Igbo and Hausa and Fufu D and all of that so I can also. Masi, you need to give me private coaching classes. Drop more Igbotic. When I used to preach in the East, I, used, I was speaking some. <laughs> was 
Wasn't that scene we were talking about last night? Was I saying about it yesterday? I think it was in the lorry yesterday. So you must increase your fiber content. I'm not saying stop eating meat. Ideally, you should stop. Because, listen, the person who designed your body knew the material that could be best optimized by what he designed. And therefore, every time you eat something other than the original component, that is you putting kerosene in a diesel engine. Smoke. Everywhere smoke. Me, I'm still working on this one. Let me just tell you. I'm not preaching as a perfect practicer of this. Today, chicken will still fall. (laughs) Turkey will be slain. (laughs) This day. (laughs) What what if you don't say? (laughs) We'll crucify some meat on this Lord's day. But see, every morning when my wife is packing the children's stuff, children's food, there's fruits there. Every morning. Now, I wish I went to a school that had fruit break. Fruit. Fruit break. Because conditioning will make it part of you. And many of us, our diet is completely discombobulated. We don't even eat what we like. We eat what we see. Kilo and Levi. <laughs> right, isn't that what we do? Meal planner. What's meal planner? You don't know there's a certain level of carbohydrates and protein, vitamins you're supposed to take proportion. Let's let's I mean think about it. So Jari has dyed here. A couple of people have their hair dyed. Theo and all those people and all those guys that the Lord loves. Right? <laughs> so you all have this dye. And I told us that I used to dye my hair a long time ago, but it was black. But so that's why you have to be careful what you do. Because as a father, you can dye your hair black. That was before King started years ago. But your children will do greater works. So now I can't complain too much because <laughs> you've done your own. Let them do their own. Ha! So it's a license. Next Sunday, yellow, green, red, purple, rainbow. I'm a mobile covenant. If I catch you, I will tell you that I'm Noah and I've built the ark. I don't need the rainbow to confirm the covenant. <laughs> now, when you want to mix your dye, right? There's a proportion. There's a peroxide thing and there's the paste thing. So, there's a proportion. If the peroxide is more than the paste, you will fry your hair. There is a difference between Eba and Hot Gary. (laughs) Jimmy says Vashelu. Vashelu is the hard one. They have to punch it into submission. Feshalu is Eba with pride problems. <laughs> is Eba with arrogance. <laughs> I didn't get that. I'm sorry. 
Oh Lord. I can't I can't even touch the 10 points I have. I can't. This is just three. We'll just wrap it up nicely. I'll give you two or three of the 10 points, then get the rest on Wednesday. Hey. <laughs> Let me give you a second witness because some of you will be like, ah, oh, should be this Genesis before the world fell. God was still optimistic about the world. So he said. <laughs> Let's just give them herbs. Before we knew it, guys were frying meats. Anyhow, anyhow, Asun. In fact, some of our brethren in the southern part of Nigeria, South South, dog has entered the matter. Dog meat, dog stew. So people even eat cats. Snake. I've eaten snake before. Tastes like fish. The only thing I didn't know was a snake, actually, because I don't want anything to do with serpents. I don't do serpents. But it tasted good until I was told. Then I was like, ah, what is this? So look at that. It says, This shall be to you, it shall be for what? For food. So all of us have to retrain our palates. Some of you have been here for two or three years. You know my pure bliss story. Oh, they should have made me a shareholder. Somebody who knows the story is laughing real good because pure bliss. You know that biscuit, pure bliss? It was my addiction. And I didn't used to buy one or two. Just buy like five or six. Then you stuff it in, in the glove compartments of the car. Sugar. Some of you, Coke is your water. We're drinking it. And for some people, are so, they're so deep into the Coke thing that you use Coke to brush your mouth. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, Coke has chemical properties. It's... Now, good measure, let's go real quick. Good measure is somebody getting something. Ezekiel chapter 47, it's, it's so, so important to see that. Ezekiel 47. Ezekiel 47. This is where the river of life was flowing from under the temple in verse 1. And it keep going and keep going. Then it speaks around verse uh, 7. Look at verse 7. It says, when I returned there along the bank of the river, there were very many trees on one side and on the other. Then he said to me, this water flows toward the eastern region. It's not talking about Ghana. Charlie, eastern region. Kwesi, I will see you. Mensa. Pastor, can I eat you? <laughs> By the way, I, I love Ghanaians and I think that they speak the best English, at least in West Africa, actually. By the phonetic appropriation. That, yeah, largely. Because actually, Pastor, that's what it is. But next week, call me Pastor Dami and let's see. <laughs> then he said to me this water flows toward the eastern region goes down into the valley and enters the sea when it reaches the sea its waters are healed okay so the river of life carries the life of god and that river flows when you open up yourself to the word of god and it's a river not a droplet of word you have to make it a river declaration proclamation 
And it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the rivers go, will leave. There will be a very great multitude of fish because these waters go there, for they will be healed, and everything will what? Leave. Wherever the river goes, it shall be that the fishermen will stand by from Engeri to En Eglaim. They will be in places, there will be places, they will be places for spreading their nets. Their fish will be of the same kinds as the fish of the great sea, exceedingly many. But its swamps and marshes will not be healed. They will be given over to salt. Verse 12. Let's read verse 12 together so you know it's not just me imposing my words on the text. Along the river, bank of the river, on the side and that side will grow all kinds of trees used for what? Trees used for what? From today, everybody should become bogeyje. Bite and eat the tree. I think there's a place in Lekki like that, right? Go and buy land there. As a prophetic word for someone. A confirmation for someone. It said the trees will be used for food. Even after the river of God has healed, God is saying, good health does not start with it, does not end with a healing miracle. Because if you get a healing miracle, but you go back to a diet that destroys your body, what's the point of the miracle? You have migraine, we'll pray for you, the headache is gone. Then you are stuffing your brain with sugars and sugars and sugars. I said, because I want to be sweet. You don't need to take sucrose for you to be sweet. The sweetness of the Spirit of God in you diffuses into every part of your being. He says that these trees will be used for food. So the healing rivers are there. But what will happen after the healing service is how you eat. Is somebody here now? Shall be used for food. Their leaves will not wither and their fruit will not fail. Verse 13. They will do what? Bear fruit every month because their water flows from the sanctuary. Their fruit will be for food and their... Do you know what I really believe? Should I tell what I really believe? And my wife knows this. Because we don't do medicines in our house. In fact, we start speaking recently and say, we need to get first, do we have first aid box now? So I want to get first aid box. I mean, like if you have children in the house, you need to. Thankfully, the hospital we use for them is not so far, but they hardly go there. They only go there for you go into primary school, you want to do examination and test and all. And then maybe just once in a while, the sniffles that come to children at that age. Before we consider medicine, we consider number one, the word of God. Number two, do you know what we do? I say, I'll, I'll go online, I'm starting onion and garlic, ginger and tomato. This uh, Who's like me? I personally believe that there is no sickness in the human body that the medicine does not grow out of the earth. My belief. Because the God of the earth said their lips will be for medicine. And one of the biggest problems in Africa is selfishness. Because in other words, there is no sickness that has no medicine. However, when the herbal chiefs and the tribal influencers who had native medicine, I'm not talking about jazz. I'm talking about the understanding of the leaves. 
and trees and barks. When they knew the proportions and the portions out of illiteracy and selfishness, they did not document it for another generation. Oh, can I talk right now? And so you have Western medicine creating synthetic potions that are destroying your body, not your body, destroying people's bodies with carcinogens and they know. So there is something called Big Pharma, which is the biggest pharmaceutical companies that thrive on illness. So they are not in the business of medicine. They are in the business of sickness. Oh, I didn't ask you to clap, but if you want to clap, can you make it authentic? This is important. Oh, do I have, do I have can you give me, a, you know what? I, I can't teach the 10 points. That's already okay. But, uh, yeah. It said they are medicine on the go. That's, their leaves shall be for medicine. Can I, can I ask you a question? Animals live in the wild. Are there vet clinics in the wild? Is there a vet that my dad was a vet? One of the very, very best was in the who's who in the world was an extremely intelligent vet doctor, but he had visits to zoos and sites where there are cattle and dogs and all of that. But I don't recall him ever going inside the bush to say, ah, there's one elephant that is sick. Let me go and treat it. Many times when animals in the wild die, it's either because of a raging fire that was set by a hunter or sparks, or a hunter killed them. So does it mean they don't fall ill? They do, but their medicines are in the leaves. So when they eat the leaves, they get healed. In fact, God put a clinic on the outside of you and another one on the inside called immunity. Oh, gosh. But some of these medicines people are paying big money for are targeted to lower your immunity so that the next time you are sick, your body can fight it. And you go back again. Who does not want to repeat customers? Oh, can I help somebody? There is a, where's Kenneth? Kenneth, is Kenneth in the house? Where's Kenneth? Please celebrate God for Kenneth. He will share his testimony at the right time. But Kenneth is working on a book. And we've not even discussed. But am I right? Am I spot on what I'm saying? We've not even discussed. It was a prophecy. Some of you were at a crossover service when it came to testify and said, um, I give a prophecy, I think two years ago, I asked Kisti about his year. And that same day, I think Bukola and Kenneth and some of the other persons were there. And I said, I see God giving somebody a golden pen. And I called Kenneth him and all. It was a confirmation of the book he's working on. And the book is called what? Pardon? Getting the best out of your medicine. And I'm sure it's going to capture one or two of the things I'm saying right now. Because not all medicines are bad. But most of the mainstream medicines are bad. Because some of the stakeholders and shareholders of this big pharma, they don't use the drugs they're selling to you. 
Pastor Joshua, you know, when you're going to Kent and you start going out of central London into the country areas, you see those sprawling houses with greens and trees. You see some horses well fed, talking about the UK now. Some of you only see it in movies, but you soon go there, amen. Why do they move out of town? Because they've used industrial pollution to decimate the oxygen levels in the city. When you understand some of these things like this, when we start talking about rebuilding cities, you will know it's not an ambition. It's a responsibility. About having a king city that is away from the city because the city is fallen. And God cares for people. What's the point of having a healing meeting? Well, not what's the point. How do you get the most out of a healing meeting when people are healed of cancers and all and go back to go and be sniffing carbon monoxide, CO2 on the road, all kinds of casinogens? Somebody shout, I will live long. Is somebody feeling armed with knowledge already? All right? You got to wind it down. Now, so this is clear, right? Uh, I wish I could tell you about the metaphor now. Now, if you go to, this is verse 12. What verse is this? All right, so, so we're done with this. Now, let's see if we can examine it into time at least, but don't worry. Um, let's go real quick to, I want to show you something so that you not think that I'm just saying what is not. Revelations, Revelation chapter 22. Uh, is that it? Is that it? Is that it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, is that it? No. Uh, yeah, eighteen. Yes, yes, yes. Eighteen verse twenty-two. Revelation, eighteen verse twenty-two. What we might do for the list of ten things I wanted to share is that I just projected for those who are visiting and those who came specifically for that. The sound. Is that it? I'm looking for. Okay. Revelations 18 22. The sound of harpists, musicians, flutists, and trumpeters shall not be heard in you anymore. It's talking about fallen Babylon, which is a metaphor, a prophetic picture of the worldly commercial complex, which is the money driven, the mammonic industrial complex of the world. Right? No craftsman. Of any craft shall be found in you anymore, and the sound of millstone shall not be heard in you. Keep going, keep going. Help us now. The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore, and the voice of bridegroom and bride shall not be heard in you anymore. For your merchants, your merchants, your big uh, rich people, your traders, your sophisticated exporters, importer, exporter, pure water, ice water, Oliver de Coco. For, for, for your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by your sorcery, come on somebody, the nations were what? I can't go deep. This is a whole interactive session. It's a whole one. Ladies and gentlemen, please understand 
Now word sorcery there is from the Greek word checker, pharmakia. And the word pharmakia is the root word for pharmacy. So the way the great people of the earth deceive the earth is by releasing drugs that distort the equilibrium of your sanity. That's why almost every synthetic drug has a side effect. That your eyes are turned like this. When you drink Agbo, that's herbal medicine, herbal juice. Do you go? Because that's the medicine. That's the medicine that God authorized. Therefore, the other medicines that can be of help, thank you, is medicines that are extracts of the leaves and the barks and the juices and the fruits. This is the truth. There are some people here who have picked up a, a habit from their parents. You buy drugs in packs just in case. Just bye bye bye. Panadol, Paradol, Barabol, Nicotine, Caffeine. By the way, your caffeine is also a kind of drug. Some breathing issues can be sorted with some herbs. Swollen gum. I stumbled on that was when the UK, I was having a bad tooth, bad gum or whatever. That place was not being nice. And if you ever had any gum uh, discomfort or toothache, it's crazy. There's no kindness in toothache. It means you targets you and you can't say I'm removing my gum for a while. So I couldn't sleep. You know, <laughs> not everybody who's awake is praying. So I just can't sleep. So I couldn't sleep. I started googling, googling, googling. I saw onion. Just put the onion on the gum and let the juice hold it between your teeth and let the juice. It was like magic. Elephant grass will not make you an elephant. It will stop you from acting like one. <laughs> Hot pepper, tatasia tarodo, is more than just otalenu. Vitamin K. But we have not studied that. Yet we have believed what somebody said. When you hold the drug sachet, I'm not saying don't use medicine because that's what some people will be hearing now. Pastor said medicine is evil, it's from hell. I'm not, don't let me mention the name. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> we want to trend, but not like that. Anyway, Paul said, as long as gospel has been preached, <laughs> uh, and it's people. But you see, when you hold the, the drug medicine, Benilene or Catoline or Catarine, whatever the medicine is, 
behind. They list about 16 things that you cannot pronounce. Ex filico polo munta. Silo tlo troturu. And almost everything ends with in. Sodomana in. Tetelo drugs in. <laughs> so they are putting something in, in, in you. What is going in? <laughs> All right. Um, good measure. The chapter, the, uh, yeah, I think it's actually the same chapter. Revelations, Revelation chapter 23. And I think, uh, sorry, chapter 22, really. Chapter 22, just for good measure. So you, I want this to be seated in you. So your paradigm can shift and begin to explore. What I want to say to somebody is there's some recurrent issues in your life that will literally die out in the next one month. Based on this teaching, and like I said, on Wednesday, we're going to get a medical doctor. We're going to get a naturopath. Perfect as a naturopath. Um, We're going to get how we're going to get somebody in modern medicine. We might get two or three other people in the house that are in that space to just share and talk about this more practically. So please don't miss it. 6 p.m. here on Wednesday. I want to do people's 90th birthday. By that time, we won't use mobile phone. It'll be virtual technology. I don't know what the ringtone will be like. No, that's crazy. My voice will be very deep then. Hello. Hi. You see, by that time, I'll be a real pop. Pops. Who's on the line? Statistics. Statistics, how are you doing? I heard you conquered Canada for Christ. You have like 10,000 drummers. You have a drum band now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pops, it's my 90th birthday. In three months. It's United birthday. I'll be there. Do you want to send me your saucer or I'll use mine? It's not jet to be using. It's Sosa, Aladdin. Intelligent Sosa. Now ready for the pastor of kings. King Razor Owen. And I don't even happen to see, but sometimes when I'm alone, I'll just be laughing at some things I said. And he showed me a pure river of water of life. This is similarity. River of water of life. Clear as crystal. Because contaminants weaken. the cause illnesses, sicknesses, disease. Kidney failure is the kidney containing contaminants it was not designed to contain. So the river of life is clear. That's why your profession of the word must be clear of doubts. And it must be pure. Because purity has power. That when a baby comes out, the baby is pure. But guess what? From the first moment, the nurse and the midwife, no matter how sanctified their hands are, touch that baby and wash it. The washing even adds bacteria. 
But God in his wisdom has the ability to use the bacteria to strengthen the immunity of the child. Except the load becomes excessive. Do you see? So God loves us. Water of life clears crystal presented from the throne of God and of the Lamb. Keep going real quick. In the middle of its street and on either side of the river was the tree of life. Which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree. Wherefore the healing of the nations. Look at somebody say, eat some leaves. Eat, eat some leaves. Find some ephyrine. Find some uru. Find some offensala. Find some ugu leaves. Eat some leaves. Put it on your checklist. If the guy comes, hey baby, what's up? Can we go on a date? Ask the guy, are we going to eat some leaves? I only date leaf eaters. And then the guy looks like he wants to eat you, he wants to eat you. He said, don't leave me, don't leave me, don't leave me. That's the last, last one. Number three, God's medicine plan. God's anti-aging plan. Laughter. Proverbs 17 verse 22. Proverbs 17 verse 22. Whew. Media, find a way as we transition to the dedication. Find a way to list those 10 points. Just put them bullet points. So that we can just show them for those who want to take pictures. And I'll teach that on Wednesday or Sunday. Let's read this together. A merry heart doeth good like what? Medicine. But a broken spirit dries. Depression and dryness. They are twins. Brokenness. Some people are always looking sober. Is not spiritual, it's harmful to your health. Press God, press God. Don't press God. Press God, calm down. See, I feel like I feel like I. I I feel like I, I need to do a certain kind of minister's training. How to be a man of God. Because some people think, they don't think about the man, they think about the God. I have to defend God. I have to represent God. <laughs> you better chill. You don't, Abraham died though. I, I, I was like, I, just, just calm down first. Ministry is already challenging. You're now adding your own formation. It's plenty. <laughs> Someone said, it's not for leaving us. I think, I, I don't know what it is, but in the last couple of months, I'm just really upset about those kind of things.
See, please understand this. God was not looking for another deity when he made you. He was looking for man. So be a man. Be a human being. When I married my wife, I wasn't looking for another pedams. What attracted me to her was first of all, uh, mm, I, I saw the glory of the Lord. That, 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 was, that was the first thing. Then as we began, you know, the outer beauty, then the inner beauty. So when I was attracted by the outer beauty, I now still observing certain things. The way she would lay her bed. The way she would take notes. The way she would write. When I say write, as in like articulate it. So I'm speaking, I'm speaking, she's articulating it. So I'm not looking for another person that will preach like me. Are you following my point? So what makes her more enjoyable is that the parts of me I admire that are actually mine but locked up in her. Because God took a rib out of Eve. If it's not a part of you, you will not feel like being a part of it. <laughs> he also said I should inform everybody I was not sleeping on her bed. Oh. Very, very important. She was laying her bed. What happened to the bed? We did not do any such thing. We did not, no. Yeah. And that's part of why I'm able to raise you guys to many, many, many high standards. You know, your voice cannot be loud on some messages. If, uh, even though, even if you, you failed somewhere, still preach the truth. Because the truth does not only deliver people who have not failed. Even you who have failed. Reiterating the truth will sharpen your spiritual intelligence not to repeat the failure. You shall know the truth. But we spoke about it. So if you've been counseling with it, we spoke about it. We're not going to do that until we got married. Is somebody following? So medicine. Now it's not just laughter. That is from the teeth. <laughs> That's seizure. <laughs> what Tombs is doing, that's the laughter. But it says beyond the laughter, a merry heart. The secret to joy from God is not Merry Christmas, it's a merry heart. And you don't have to marry for you to be merry. In fact, being merry could be what you need to get married. Because for some of you, your face is an invitation. For others, your face is a warning. If you come near me. <laughs> Beware. Anybody blessed today? Raise your hands and glorify God. Glorify Him with a shout. Glorify Him with a shout. 
generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this now.